Hey guys, welcome to Newly Meds. I'm Heather, your host. And I'm Quinn, your also host, but slightly less important host. Why are you slightly less important? Oh, I don't know. Just because you came up with the idea. What? Came up with what idea? To do the podcast. Oh. Well, I am I'm like, the idea person in the relationship. I'm like, You're like the person driving the motorcycle, and I'm the dog in the sidecar <laughs> with the goggles. <laughs> you're so funny. So... <laughs> the visual i love it yeah it's all about the visuals uh happy valentine's day guys yeah happy almost valentine's day if you're listening to this we are recording this on february 12th of 2023 yeah so valentine's day is on tuesday it's super cool of it to be in the middle of the week yeah that's so lame right (laughs) so lame i feel like they should have done it where it's like oh valentine's day is always like the second saturday in february you know what i mean like they should like halloween should always be on a weekend day in my opinion true true good point so we need to who do we take this up with uh the u.s government do they decide no we'll have to go to the united (laughs) nations or something (laughs) skip the chain of command straight to the the top right to the u.n the the buildings right across from we could walk over there we could we should pick it for valentine's day and halloween to be changed so yeah so that's our valentine's day plans is to um if you're looking for us present in front of the security council about our plans and the time change. Actually, I, I we want were both savings. in Model UN in high school. So we were. Technically, we have all the thing. I don't know. All the tools to, to... I just went on <laughs> the trip been, to We've been in the UN Boston. building. Have you been in the UN building? No, because I just went to the oh, trip in Boston. I went to New York. So. And you got to go in the building. Yeah. Fancy. I know. You it got was to walk like around so Boston. secure. Like, yeah, it's, the, U- of it's the UN building, so... <laughs> It's just a bunch of high schoolers. Like, they were so serious. Like, yeah. chill. I don't know. Every time there's, like, an event at the United Nations, the East River, like, oh shuts down. And it's, like, so it's really annoying, annoying because the ferry schedules get all, like, messed up. Yeah. And it just makes commuting such a pain in the ass for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're new here, we live in we live in Queens and we commute into manhattan quinn for school as a fourth year medical student and then i work in the city so yeah that's us and i work outpatient quinn's in his fourth year yeah submitting just submitted his yeah rank list for residency oh Tell yeah us about what the heck a rank list is because i posted a pic on instagram and i feel like people don't know what that is so yeah so matching so when you apply to when you apply to med school it's like every other application where you apply and then you get acceptances and then you like basically pick you know you decide okay i'm going to go here and then you tell them i accept you back or whatever uh but for residency it's i always describe it as like sorority match day where you bid day or bid day that's what it is you uh interviewed a bunch of programs and then you rank your top programs they rank their top uh applicants and then you kind of get paired up you know oh if i have this program rated really highly and they have me really highly then we we would get paired up is it done by an algorithm or does the school pick like i, I get confused think it's an algorithm that. i think it is because i think we submit our list to that web to this website and i think the programs do as well that would literally be hilarious if they use like the same computer program that like sorority that sorority rush well it's the uses. national residency match program well, like, so it's, like in recruitment they in greek 
life commute like Greek Greek life. Yeah. They use the same system, yeah. I guess. So it's like that. Um, and it's uh, then there's like a match day where you're given an envelope with your match like, results on it. It's a good day for medical students. And you open it all at the same time. And yeah. So and you get on a bus and you run you run home. And to then your, no. someone pops out of a box and they're, oh my God, <laughs> you're my little. Or, <laughs> That's not how it works. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I made my rank list, um, which is essentially where I've decided um, what, what programs I, you know, what were my top choices were and you kind of rank them from one to however many programs you're ranking and uh, i'm not going to reveal which programs i've picked how many did um, you rank though in the list uh i'm not going to reveal that either because this people get different numbers and it's oh. i don't want to contribute to like the whole comparison where oh he he got more than me or he got less than me or whatever so oh, just, i, I ranked the programs that. that i have interviewed at um you know heather and i sat down and we made the choices together mm-hmm. um i spoke to advisors about it um and just from the process of interviewing you get a really good feel for what programs you would like best yeah. and i've sent letters out to to my number one program telling them I really want to go to your program, um, which is something you can do, um, you know, sometimes it, it can benefit you. Sometimes programs have already decided on their rank list, but mm-hmm. it felt good for me to be able to tell my number one program, you're my number one, and and just let them know how much I appreciated them and their time and the interview yeah. and just how great of a process that was for me. So even if I don't end up there, I really am glad I was able to let them know that I really, I, you yeah. know, I liked them and I appreciated them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's done. What and was your, like, share what factors were a consideration with you picking a residency so you're applying into radiology right with an intern year the first year is in medicine medicine. so he'll do internal medicine for one year and then four years of radiology residency right god willing um and so what were those factors like for you so uh disclaimer take it with a grain of salt these are my factors other people have different factors different things that they prefer and also you know i'm in radiology which is different than a lot of other fields so yeah. the things that i consider might be different um for me you know a big thing was feeling like the people that were at the program were passionate i mean that was just a really big thing for me um i really got a good sense interviewing with a lot of programs how passionate the program directors and the attendings were Mm -hmm. about not just their program but the field of radiology in general Um, because something that really attracted me to radiology was how much people in the field really love their jobs and i want to be in an environment where it's you know everyone's passion is infectious you know i go in and everyone's so excited to be there and i I get to be excited too um because i think it just really helps you know you have off days sometimes and you have ups and downs in life and to be in an environment where everyone really loves what they do i think is going to make it that much better Mm -hmm. um so that was a big thing for me um also just kind of feeling like a good connection with the interviewers um a good connection with the residents um just feeling like i'd be a good fit I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times people put too much stock in, you know, a program's ranking. I've had some people tell me, oh, I really love this program, but it's not as high ranked as some of the other schools I interviewed at. And to me, it's like, don't, don't use that as, you know, you're going to get a great education at so many different places. 
don't pick somewhere where you're unhappy just because of a number, you know? There's yeah, that's talented... like the worst thing you could do. It yeah, like really doesn't... I mean, I guess it matters in some capacity, but like, right. it's just way less of a flex than people think it is. Well, and, and I get, I get the, you know, the thought process of, well, I want to make sure that I get a good education and go somewhere with really good teaching. Um, but, you know, it comes to a certain point where a lot of programs are all going to have very good teaching and to, you know, throw one out just because it's a couple of ranks lower than another, I think is, um, I think is silly. So for me, whatever, you know, I didn't care about rank. It was mm-hmm. a lot more about you know, are these passionate people and, and what I yeah. feel like I fit. I think also we we both, I mean, you especially because you did the interview, had a really strong gut feeling about yes. where God was leading us yes. for this next season. I've had a very strong gut feeling for a while. And I would say this is the first time that I felt that way. It, yeah. It's very odd. Um, I don't know. I just, I've just felt really attracted to one program for a long time. It's so weird because there is so much provision in us coming to New York City for you to go to medical school, but it never felt right. Like, and I think we both agree on that. Like, it was not a smooth transition when we came to visit the school, you know, the, what the program had to offer was amazing, yeah. and that's why we came here. But in terms of living in New York City, it was like yeah. red flag after red flag right. after speed bump after, like, it was just so many red flags. Yeah. And we we made sacrifices to come here. Right. Uh, you know, it's all been worth it. It's all been a part of our journey and a right. part of our purpose, and we wouldn't have grown to be such strong people without... Yeah. Being in the soil that is New York City, the dirty soil yeah. that is New York City. I think if we never came here, we would we wouldn't have developed such a good, a clear idea of where we want to be next yeah. and what our priorities are. And like are. for our relationship, it's like there's something to be said about like when you literally only have each other, like you cling to each other yeah. and you rely on each other and it built the trust of our relationship and the strength of our relationship just yeah. knowing like hey like you're all i got like right. we need we can't to make go anywhere. this work right. because you're all i got and um yeah so i like so anyways all that to say like this place that we've both chosen as Quinn's top choice for residency like has been very methodical, very strategic, and yeah. it's felt very aligned with what God is calling us to yeah. in this next season. It feels so right, both inside and outside the hospital, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, um, we visited, like, we know of all the areas that Quinn's interviewed, like, we visited everywhere, um, and uh, it's just, like, definitely very... Very at like feel, we both feel very at peace. I yeah. guess. Well, we know what we're looking for. We're not, you know. So like that, like as young as we were and visiting geography, a place. Geography yeah. is important for right. us. Location. We want to be in a place that's near a big city, but not right. a big city. We want privacy, we but want we want things to, to do. Have a house. That's a really big thing with having yeah. jacks. And also for my career, we wanted to be somewhere with a big academic center right. so that I could go back to school and that the nursing program there is good um, and uh, lots of job opportunities for me in my field. When right. we relocate, I'd like to stay in integrative medicine, um, either work at you know a bigger institution or a doctor's office like right. I'm doing now, doing IV infusion. Like, or uh, be in concierge medicine and right. do like IV hydration or like 
you know, phlebotomy, home visits, that type of thing. Uh, that's become really popular, I think, yeah. in certain areas. And I have experience with doing that here in New York City. Uh, so doing these more niche things for me has helped me be able to earn more money working in the outpatient space. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just like a side tip that I have for people in nursing that are looking to leave the bedside but don't want to give up on the the cash that's at the bedside is you have to find a niche that's a highly skilled niche so like IV infusion not every nurse has IV skills that are good Uh, and a lot of places are looking for really skilled IV nurses so so Oh, leading into that. To transition off that point, let's say there's a nurse out there who really wants to improve their IV skills. Or a nursing student. Or a medical student. Are there resources out there? Could someone be developing a resource for those kinds of people? Mm. Tell me about that. Okay. We got snaps. So... If you've seen on Instagram, I've been posting a little bit here and there, breadcrumbing y'all, but I am making an IV guide for beginners. Yes, it's going to be evidence-based. Yes, it's going to be from my clinical experience. Yes, it's going to be aesthetically pleasing and easy to digest and follow and practical tips. Uh, They don't teach IV skills in nursing school. I put in one IV in nursing school and it was so like half like so haphazardly done and like i was not prepared at all to do it and it's just terrible and it's such an important skill to have and so i'm creating this guide for people to use and to get good at these skills because they can leverage them for their career growth for more opportunities um for entrepreneurship like you can do so much yeah so it's like you know becoming an aesthetic nurse like that is a niche in itself where you can grow your career and you can make a ton of money and you can do what you love in a non-stressful environment and you just have to have the right tools to get there and i want to put something out there that can allow people to expand their skills and their knowledge and feel confident in ivs uh it took me a long time to figure out you know how to feel confident doing IVs. so i want to import all of my knowledge to you guys So that will be coming soon. I'm thinking by the end of February. I'm still working on the content right now. I want it to be so perfect. Working on it. I and I'm like, I love creating in Canva. If you are a creator and you use Canva, that is my ish right there. And so I've been plugging away on Canva. (laughs) I think it has like 15, 20 pages by this point, but it's all going to be very easy to use and very aesthetic and just a great resource i think uh it's just gonna cut through all of the bs that you hear in nursing school on the floor or whatever and just get straight to the point of the important things you need to know and i think like with certain protocols like in when i started my nursing job that i didn't really know in nursing school or like kind of knew about them was like okay what gauge do you need for administering blood products what gauge iv do you need for uh iv contrasts like what is you know, how do you prep an IV site? Where are the you know, IV sites to, to go? Where are the places to avoid? You know, right. how do you troubleshoot? Oh, the IV is dripping slowly. Uh, what do you do? How do you intervene if there's phlebitis or extravasation? Uh, so it's going to just be a super quick reference for all, like not quick, pretty thorough reference for all those things. Right. And it's all going to be evidence-based. So yeah, that's me. Just giving you guys a little bit of info on that and look forward to that coming probably sometime in March because I'm still finishing up 
the project. It's been really cool to watch because I'm not very creative. I think yeah. I think I enjoy I really enjoy creativity, but I I'm not necessarily a very creative person and you're a yeah. very creative person. I think person. it's so fun for me to do because it combines like two things that I really love. I love creating content that is enjoyable to consume and then I also love nursing and sharing my skills with people to help other people. So it just combines both of those things. So I'm just like really excited to put it out there and and um give it, you know, have it available for people. So, and then that hopefully that will spur me on to come up with other ideas of other guides and manuals and things that I can create to help other people. Right. Yeah. All right. Wait, so we, did we finish our conversation about residency? Um, no. So we were talking about moving to an area and you were talking about wanting to be near an yeah, academic so like center. Our pri- and- like also going, con- continuing back on that topic, our priorities also include like having a good area for that's dog friendly that you know we can walk a lot of places with him like trails uh you know drivability traffic yeah stores the place has to have you know the target the trader joe's the whole, the whole foods. foods the you know shopping area nordstrom like all the stores that we like yeah one big thing we do when we visit all these places is literally go to target and go to whole foods and like we're like we scope it out the vibe yeah how many people are here what I'm kind of selection you, do they like have? you need to do this prep work when you're gonna move somewhere because yeah. like it's okay i always tell people this about new york city like when you live in new york city it's very different than visiting new york city as a tourist yeah. you're not doing the fun things when you're living here that you're doing as a tourist like every day right. and spending boatloads of money like that's your everyday life right what does it look like to get groceries to haul them home yeah. like like what like parks popping, are popping into the corner store to get a snack like that's fun and whatever on the go but think about okay well what is it going to be like when you buy a week's worth of groceries what are you going to have to do where would you go for that can you go to that corner store for groceries you know how much is it going to be you going to feel when you have to walk what? home in the rain without an umbrella yes right and not pay want to pay fifty dollars for an uber like yeah. these are all things that Things that we didn't. We are demystifying about about. New York City because people just see the glamorous part, and I think most people will agree on this: is like to live the life that you see people living, like the influencers living. You have to make so much money; it's absurd. And for that money, you're getting such small, like such small returns. Like your apartment is tiny. Like I just, to me, it's not worth the money. People say New York or nowhere. We are certainly not. Yeah. under that spell i just it doesn't make sense to me right and i think you know again we've we've learned a lot from being here i think it was a good learning experience for us it's definitely not for us and i think people just yeah. have different priorities yeah but it's made us so tough and like we can truly one thing i am worried about coming from here like going back somewhere in the southeast because those are all of our options are in the southeast yeah uh is that like when we move like am i gonna feel like i can't dress the same way that i dress here or like because no, it's just different like the so. north like new york city is very you know like open and like non-judgmental and i wonder if that is going to be something to consider when we move back down to the southeast or like i wonder if that's going to change how i how i i mean i don't think i dress in a, like necessarily like quote unquote inappropriately no. or, or anything but you know like i do like the crop top 
You know what yeah. I mean? I think all. I think that's know. silly, but it's something I've seriously considered. Is like, am I gonna stick out like a sore thumb, like with my fashion choices now, coming from New York City to moving somewhere else? I think all we've known for the past four years has been New York, and I think I think anytime you make a big transition like that, where you're going from something that you've become comfortable with to somewhere new, I mean, it's always gonna be a transition. But I I, I don't think it'll be as difficult as we expect yeah. you know i always i always think back to when covid uh started to wind down and people weren't wearing masks as often and everyone was like are we going to be able to get used to not wearing masks again how are we ever gonna and then here we are wearing ma- you know we still wear masks to the hospital obviously but we don't wear them outside anymore yeah and i don't think twice about it you know yeah, so it is true um also i think not that this is a hate on New York City podcast episode, but like I just feel like the ego here, the collective ego is just next level. And especially, you know, with New York Fashion Week, I'm not in fashion, so it doesn't really affect me. I don't like get invited or go to any of these events, like, nor do I really want to. Like, it's just not my vibe. Um, but just the things that I see and like hear about these events and these these influencers that go it's just like kind of sad that that is the air or the ego that new york city kind of gives off and it's just you know new yorkers themselves are are good people um i'm generalizing there but people have just not been friendly here yeah (laughs) like i think we went to the we went to a bar last night or two nights ago and we're getting served and I'm just, we're both saying, you know, thank you. Thank you for, you know, they're bringing water. They're bringing the drinks, blah, blah, blah. No response. Yeah. No, no eye contact, no response from the waitress, and, like and I zero. Think... And I'm just like, it'd be like, if that's a one-off thing, okay. It's every single time yeah. I called to get food, um, the other day and, uh, from like a bodega and the person who answered was just like so quick and so short with me. And the thing is, I empathize with it and I get it because the city is so stressful and right. like everyone is just trying to survive. Right. Yeah. And so like, and like people are just very strange here. Yeah. You never know what you're going to expect. Everyone's on guard. Everyone's on high alert. Right. So I, I get the energy. I get yeah. it. I, when I worked bedside, I used to give off that energy when I was, you know, right. tainted from my good little self to becoming bedside nurse burnt out bedside nurse so like i get it but same at the same time like i just don't want to live in an environment where it's yes. like that i was i was gonna say you know it's very understandable because new york is a very stressful place and people you know it, it can be dangerous at times people can feel very unsafe uh rent is very expensive and prices are very expensive so a lot of people are really struggling to make ends meet um a lot of people are here just starting their careers so they're stressed about their jobs and it's totally understandable when you're dealing with all of that to not have energy to, you know, show kindness to other people. But, you know, as people like us who really want to be in a community and really want to take care of our mental health, being surrounded by negative feelings negative and stress. And I'm it, sorry. I'm just yeah. going to say it. It's the vibes are, it's, it's are negative. Now yeah. that I become more energetically aware, I work in a doctor's office. That's very like energetically p- positive. People are very aware of energy. Uh, I believe that we're energetic beings like I totally get that and I believe that and I just feel like the collective energy here is just yeah not great right <laughs> there are better there are better places but I'm not gonna you know a but lot that's, of people that's love just this us that's just us that's you know us. and I just want to say like I know we're gonna get hate comments about this and before you yeah. think about writing something about how we are like 
just yeah. not being in, like I don't know. It's just a, it's a disclaimer because you know we're on a podcast and these are all opinions. These are all, They're opinions. all opinions. It's literally and don't if get, you if don't you get love tripped, it here and you love New York, then go for it. Like and if, more power or if you want to move here, do not let this turn you off from moving here. Right. Like uh, you know, I get that question a lot. Um, or nurses looking for jobs in the city. Like, do not let this turn you off. Like, literally, I have so many people that love living here. Right. Like, I, you know, that this is literally, we are in the minority, right. I would say. We're just not used to it. So it's always been uncomfortable. It's never gotten comfortable for us. But we are just un- not used to it because yeah. it's not how we were raised. But people right. from here love this place. They would, uh, you know, are very proud <laughs> to be New Yorkers. I feel like we're talking about this for way too long. Right. Let's move it's on. Okay. Anyways, it's right. just a disclaimer. So anyways, we're moving somewhere that's going to be a lot better hopefully, for us. Hopefully we're moving. Um, we'll see. And that's about it. All right. You want to you ask me a question or you want me to ask you a question? No, I asked you the first question. Oh, yeah. It's okay. your turn. All right. Um, so we talked about your IV guide. Yeah. But you're also working on some other things, right? You've been doing your 1% better. Yeah. And talk about that a little bit. Like, Kind of. Kind so of. So I'm like the worst influencer ever because I start something and then I don't finish it. Like I'll post a TikTok and it'll go viral and people will have a billion questions and I'll just never respond to any of them. And I'm like the worst. It's not that I'm trying to gatekeep. It's not that I'm like maliciously not posting. I just get like this weird anxiety relationship with social media because I'm like, First, I don't have the time. <laughs> like, I work five days a week. And then my weekends, you know, we're doing podcasts and, and writing the IV guide. We are, you know, trying to fit time to relax, spend time with Jack, spend time with friends in there. So, one, I'm just not done at the time. <laughs> or I don't make the time. And two, I'm so much of a perfectionist. That's something that I'm personally trying to get over is just my perfectionistic tendencies. And if the video is not great, I'm just like, oh, it's not worth posting. And so that holds me back a lot, and I'm trying to work through that. Uh, but wait, what was your question again? The 1% better. Oh. <laughs> I'll keep you on track. 1% better. So 1% better is something that I'm trying to do. Uh, post just like little things that are I'm doing every day to make myself 1% better because it's about the little changes over a long time that create results. And we both have seen that in our lives. And so... A few things I'm doing to be 1% better. I'm having my electrolytes like every day. If you're a caffeine addicted girly, you're stressed out to the max, you're not sleeping well, you're burnt out, X, Y, and Z, you're stressed all the time, consider electrolytes. They have changed my life. I'm not lying. This is not an ad. They do not sponsor me. I love Element, L-M-N-T. Get them on Amazon, get them on their website. I also love Noon. I think it's N-U-U-N. You can get them on Amazon. They're little tablets that you drop into your water. I don't mind the taste. I love the taste of everything. You know, I'm not picky. Um, but electrolytes have changed my life so much for the better. I used to get weird headaches all the time, especially in the afternoon. This can actually help you sometimes with, helps me with afternoon crashes. I have like half a packet in the morning and then the other half of the element packet in the afternoon. Helps me so much. Um... second thing I changed up my sleep supplement routine I posted about this uh, on Instagram and TikTok just like very briefly and I started taking I stopped taking melatonin I stopped taking serotonin derivatives like 5-HTP and L-tryptophan because of the Huberman Lab podcast he talked about how 
the sleep our sleep stages not all of them want high serotonin levels they can actually high serotonin in those certain stages can interrupt those stages so i was like taking all the supplements and getting like 30 minutes of rem sleep uh i think the goal for rem sleep is like an hour an hour and a half every night and now i'm finally getting that i'm taking inositol taking magnesium glycinate glycinate and i'm taking um cortisol manager which is a supplement by integrative therapeutics with ashwagandha l-theanine and phosphatidylserine so i've been taking those three things i'm sleeping like a baby every night i swear i'm getting like an hour and a half of rem sleep it's crazy um so that has been a huge one percent better thing for me i feel like if you're not sleeping right just forget everything else that you're doing for your health because the sleep is like foundational and everyone needs a different amount of sleep like quinn can function how much sleep do you get every night i probably get six or seven hours a night oh my god and that's it and i'm like eight is like my minimum if i get seven and a half i'm cranky it's like yeah the day's over if i get six oof that's a rough my, day then my day is over <laughs> so funny <laughs> oh well you're also not like working yeah. Oh, for sure. So I think maybe when you start residency, like, you'll oh, for see, sure. Like, yeah. For, your dra- days will be a little bit more draining. Like yeah. you are doing stuff, but like, I, you know, no, I I mean, staying, it's definitely like, not draining, you know, yeah. I, cause when, when I would get in a routine and I was on my rotations or even on my sub, I, you know, you're, you're using your brain all day long. Yeah. Um, you know, now I'm doing a lot of electives and I am learning a lot of things, but it's a much slower pace. It's a much, it's like way lower stakes. Um, a lot of it is like kind of thinking ahead for radiology you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shadowing a lot of different fields so i absorb as much as i can and then i go home yeah um whereas when i was on my sub eye you know i'm taking care of patients so i gotta yeah. gotta be on it um you so have to be on every day for patients and that, yeah. like that's my thing with sleep is like it's fine for me and i can you know drag my feet through the day with bad sleep but it's like i'm not going to be 100 percent for my patients so i need that right uh other things that I'm doing 1% better, light in the eyes first thing in the morning. That's huge, especially in the dark winter months. Uh, it helps, you know, with daytime wakefulness. And then also it helps with like resetting your circadian rhythm and managing your circadian rhythm. This is like well established in the medical literature. Right. Uh, what else? Routines. The routine has been on fleek lately. Are people still saying on fleek? Is that a thing? I don't think they no, are. I've, I don't think that feels, heard, that feels that feels very too old. old. Yeah. Okay. On par. I don't know. Bussin. <laughs> this is what happens with a twenty-five and twenty-six-year-old try to like stay hip and young. Bussin. Bussin. Question mark. No cap. No. Okay. That's, okay. that's <laughs> enough. Um, oh, also protein. Getting enough protein. If you're on any sort of like weight loss journey or just trying to optimize your health getting enough protein is huge two prod like one product really i guess as of last week has changed my life with this and it's the owen uh elite protein elite no pro elite shakes i found them at um whole foods and then we tried i was like oh my gosh this is so good it's so easy to drink 35 grams of plant-based protein and 230 calories i think there's only like seven grams of carbs yeah it's insane the macros are insane right so i started drinking that first thing in the morning helps me so much meet my protein goal throughout the day they're a little pricey obviously but totally worth it to me for the ingredients right uh we're going through them like so fast so i need to order more of those off limits for me 
They're off limits. Yeah. I know. There's, if I get a taste of those, fine. I'm going to want them. And then that's I know. way too much. And then I have a protein bar. So it's like that right. and my protein. And then I'll have, you know, obviously the rest of the ingredients during the day will be from whole foods, whole sources, um, lots of fiber and healthy fats and that type right. of thing. But having two staple foods of high protein in your diet every day can like really help like with the tracking process and just keeping you on track. That's like helped my sugar cravings too. I really have sugar cravings because I'm getting enough protein in my right. diet. Um, skincare. Oh yeah, yeah. skincare. Talk about. So skincare. I saw the dermatologist because I've been struggling with hormonal acne for literally months, and I swear it's New York City because when I go home to Florida, like my skin is fine, and the derm was like, yeah, like environment has a part to play for sure. I've also done my hormone testing and I'm taking, you know, I'm doing a bunch of things to optimize my hormones. I've had low progesterone and, you know, estrogen dominance. So those kind of play in part to each other. Sometimes it's hard to know whether you have high estrogen or just a poor ratio of estrogen to progesterone in the luteal phase. So I've been doing things to support my progesterone levels in the luteal phase which for me is taking Vitex or Chase Tree Berry. Um, I'll leave a link in the show notes or whatever about this. Uh, I like to refer to Dr. Aviva Ram. She's amazing. She's an integrative uh, women's health. Well, I don't know if she's a women's health doctor. She's an integrative doctor, MD, um, and also a midwife. So I'll leave her stuff there below. And then I'm also taking Dim Detox, which is a product by Pure Encapsulations to help my liver process estrogen anyways i've been struggling with hormonal acne like you know it's been consistent with my cycle sometimes there's like it's deep and cystic so i was like fed up about it and i went to this derm np and she was great and we started me on spironolactone so i just started spironolactone and this is why i love integrative medicine because we like to combine, you know, traditional Western medicine and the power of pharmaceuticals with, you know, supplements, lifestyle, diet, advanced testing, nutraceuticals, because we want to do what's best for patients and best to optimize health. And that doesn't mean completely one way or another. It's integrating. That's why it's called integrated medicine, integrating both things. So I'm so proud of my, you know, I'm proud of myself for representing that as like, yeah, I have this issue that I'm doing all the right things. I still need that extra support. Spironolactone uh, helps decrease sebaceous um, sebaceous oil production because it decreases the binding of testosterone to the testosterone receptors in your skin, which increase sebum. So that's how that works. My testosterone is not necessarily high, but this should really help with my hormonal right. acne. Some people, if your testosterone levels are normal for women, you might like. I feel like I'm just androgen sensitive which means I just have a higher sensitivity to androgens. Uh, doesn't mean like my androgen levels are high. It just means I'm more sensitive. So that comes out in my skin. And I just started spironolactone, 25 milligrams. And the next week I'll go up to taking a little bit of a higher dose. And it should take like four weeks to see effects. So yeah. I will be sharing that journey. I've learned a lot about it too. On Instagram. I know I've been <laughs> educating Quinn. Yeah. Like, this is like my passion. I love women's health and skincare and aesthetic stuff. So my future practice, I'd really love to, um, like do all of that right. in one, uh, do the hormones, do, you know, the gut health and all of those things and skin health, like in my practice as a nurse practitioner, eventually. 
So yeah, that's my part of my journey. I'm really excited to see where this goes with that. Doing a lot of stuff recently. I know. It's like so much change all in one. Yeah. I guess we could talk about Valentine's Day next. Yeah. Not like a very smooth transition, but Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is coming up. So what do we decide for Valentine's Day? We're I staying. Talk. I'm tired of talking. We're, yeah. <laughs> I'm out of breath over we're, here. We're staying, we're staying in for Valentine's Day. Um, just because I think for us, it's, I mean, A, it's in the middle of a work week, right? So it, it would be really hard to go out and do things. No, it wouldn't be hard to go out and do things. That's not the reason. The reason is because in New York City, they have a stupid prefix menu everywhere. Yes. It's like $200 yes. per person. It's so, absolutely so absurd. So when you go out to restaurants here, a lot of the restaurants are like, oh, well, if you pay $200, you this can get a Valentine's our Day Valentine's thing. Day it. meal. And you would think, oh, well, okay, well, we don't really need to do that. But then you go to the restaurant and they're like, oh, no, that's all we have today is the $200 meal so it's it just we've done it before at some places like not I don't know if it was that expensive it was so expensive yeah it was like way too expensive and it just wasn't worth it so we're gonna cook together at home yeah we're gonna do charcuts we're gonna do a charcuterie board we're gonna make a a nice meal we're gonna make like like steak steak and mashed potatoes and then there's a grocery store in our neighborhood that has this like one chocolate chip cookie dough cake like pre-made cake slice thing and like that's all i want for dessert we're gonna have some cake yeah. it's gonna be nice yeah. and it'll be you know and be we'll relaxing. already be home you know what i mean right you know what i'm saying wink 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 yeah. valentine's day yes because when you go out it's so tiring right and then you get home and you're like you get home and it's eight o'clock I'm and trying to go to bed. bedtime i'm not trying to <laughs> enjoy marital <laughs> valentine's day so yep that's all we'll say with That's that. That's all we'll say Since with that my parents listen to this podcast. <laughs> I know. We want to talk to you guys more about this. I think it's just yeah, fear we're of figuring out a way to listening. Yeah. Because we yeah, have a lot yeah. to say on this topic yeah. of intimacy. But uh, but I'm excited. I have a little, little gift for. Quinn already got me a gift. Yeah, I got, you got a little... me a gift what, on Friday or Thursday or something? Yes. And I you sent me a little snap and you said, and with a Coke Zero because that's yes. my guilty pleasure. Oh my goodness. It's like, Coke, a Coke Zero is a way to Heather's heart. Yeah. I mean, easily. Just getting a Coke Zero any day. Not an, not an everyday thing, but every now every and then, now and then a little yeah. Coke Zero to take the edge Coming off. Coming home from work to have a Coke Zero. Oof. We don't like drink alcohol like during the work week really like we just you know with friends like we go to dinner on the weekends yeah it's like all social i will always i'm a spicy marg girl till i die uh but we just don't really drink during the week that much we don't drink beer we don't drink wine terrible (laughs) makes us feel literally awful so coke zero is like our yeah unwind you know it's been a hard day yeah coke zero so the gift That's is our on the counter here. Yeah, it's so cute. I already know what it is because I told him well, what I wanted. Yes. Uh, also, there's like no shame in like not getting your Valentine like a super expensive gift for no. Valentine's Day. Like I, this was something really small that I wanted. Like yeah. it's just like a nice. It's all about gift. how thoughtful yeah. it is. Yeah. Especially when you're broke. <laughs> like we're both living paycheck to paycheck right now. Yes. I am, you know, I'm doing well with money because I'm budgeting with YNAB, um, but I'm still like contributing a lot to our savings. So that just, you know, it's makes it more paycheck to paycheck. Right. It could be if I right. wasn't saving money, but you know, we're, we're working on that right now. My goal is to shift to shift from taking, saving money every month 
to our or from our emergency savings fund and our moving fund to shifting it to um what's it called paying for next month's money with this money so basically you just try to make your paycheck go as far far as it can right and so like this paycheck hopefully i will start contributing money to like next month's rent next right. month's groceries that type of thing so, so you're always like a step yeah ahead. so when we move there will be a little bit of a buffer there right. and i love that wine app makes that so easy to do because you can you plan you assign each dollar a job you can assign money to future months it's it's very easy so i always recommend that i think i talk about it in every single episode that we record yeah. I'm big fan. Big YNAB people. Big YNAB fan. And I got Quinn on the on the YNAB. I'm on the YNAB. He's a YNABber. I'm now. a nabber. Is that what they call you? <laughs> a, nabber. Wine, a nabber. I guess I can call myself that. What else? <laughs> what other questions do you have? Um, I think we hit everything. No, come on. There's another one. Yeah. Well, we t- the other question I had for you is like fitness goals. We were kind of talking we about talked, that a little I bit. I posted about that. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, didn't yeah. really talk about it that much. Okay. You want to talk about yeah. what we've been doing? You want me we've to talk? We've been losing weight. Yeah. We've been for, getting fit for our We're Mexico going on vacation, vacation and we're trying to get fit for after it. After match day. And losing weight is very difficult. Uh, no matter what kind of like position you're in, whether you're already used to going to the gym all the time or not, it's just hard to lose weight. It's hard to cut your calories and be hungry a lot. Mm-hmm. And so we've been doing it for a while. We've been making some good progress. We've been a little hangry. Um, Heather, if she goes to bed too hungry, will wake up and has to go grab a snack. Yeah, it messes with my sleep for sure. And usually she goes to sleep a lot earlier than I do, so I'll stay up late. And then she'll come out of the bedroom all of a sudden and scare the living hell out of me uh because it's like i like hang out here in the pitch black because i'm usually on my computer gaming or whatever and it's scares the crap out of me um <laughs> i do it on purpose she does it on purpose and has this like sometimes big old his, grin on her sometimes face sometimes i'll like get just in his peripheral so he just starts to see me and i <laughs> hilarious scare the crap out of him it's so funny um so but we've been doing that for a while and then both of us kind of recently were like looking at each other going i'm really hungry yeah like, like this i is was getting having tough. to eat like every two to three hours yeah. and i if i wasn't i was like dying of hunger i went to bed one night and was like i can't wait to wake up because then i can eat again and mind you this we're not like under we're not like like under eating no it's a, it's a de- we do it's it very just carefully a deficit, yeah. and it's not i'm not eating you know some i'm not doing some crazy yeah quick weight loss diet where you only eat 100 800 or a thousand or 1200 calories like right. i'm my where i'm starting to not be able to sleep is around the 1700 calorie mark yeah so it's still you know like it's not like one of these there, crazy there's a base diets. amount of calories that your body needs to function every day it's called your basal metabolic rate and we never go below that yeah ever ever so but it's just just eating less than you're used to i mean any amount oh God, can yeah, make you sorry. hungry and we were you know we kind of decided let's take a break so we're doing a week break we have upped our calories we're eating at a normal level for a week oh, before so we much, so much food get back on the grind i know i'm like eating snacks and stuff yeah. and desserts and um and then we're gonna get back to it just to prepare okay, for march question what are your favorite snacks Go. oh my god and yeah. what like for like healthy oh like healthy, healthy snacks, snacks or like okay. weight loss snacks or I and my uh, I'm not gonna say a weight loss snacks is what not what I meant I meant like what are foods that you like low calorie snacks yeah, yeah. not like weight loss because there's no snack that's gonna make you right. lose weight 
Um, my if my roommates listen to this, my old college roommates listen to this, they're gonna laugh. Mixed berries, I love them. Oh my god, mixed berries like raspberries. They called it berry soup when I used because I would like. Why my, is it called berry soup? Because I, what I used to do is have a big bowl of berries. I would microwave it a little bit to make it a little bit softer, and then I would put uh, coconut milk whipped cream on it. And I would make like this little dessert concoction and then it would look like a big old melted bowl of soup, essentially. So they called it my berry soup. Um, but now I just, you know, I have like a bowl of raspberries and I, to me it's delicious. And it's like one bowl is like 80 calories. I mean, you can eat a ton. I think the entire bag that you would get from Trader Joe's of raspberries is like 140 calories. Yeah. yeah. So I'll do that. Um I think rice cakes are really good. You can put some honey on it. You can put some peanut butter on well, it. Chocolate let's chips. Add, like, add an asterisk on rice cakes because okay. we are not eating just plain rice cakes. No. Add it if you no, you're we're a not sadist. No if you're eating that, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's another level of crazy. I don't ever want to be on. So we're doing like rice crate, like rice cakes with generous amount of peanut butter yes. blueberries chocolate chips honey, honey. like the whole <laughs> nine those but are it's like good it's really my good. go-to snack as yeah. well um and then for me i like i like the shakes that i mentioned the owen shakes owen i don't know how to say it o-w-i-n is how you spell it y-n why o-w-y-n it stands for only what you need oh really yeah oh i read the bottle fancy uh-huh uh, the barbell protein bars, which are not the cleanest protein bars, like I'm just gonna say it, but they fill me they up. They are delicious. They those, are those very good. Bars. Oh my gosh, the cookie dough ones. Ooh, they're at Trader Joe's. Uh, I also, um, what other snacks do I like? I like doing oatmeal, like the Trader Joe's gluten free single pack oatmeal things I take to work and then I'll take blueberries and some honey and I'll just like make that really quick with some hot water or you can microwave it a quick snack um and then you know I don't eat a lot of snacks though no we I'm eat a, a big lot snacker. of like I, m- like meals like whole meals my, my mom is a big snack yeah, person yeah, and I, I picked that up from her and if I if I ever go home Shout and yeah, if I ever go home and visit and then, like, get a snack at the store, if if my mom knows where it is, she'll eat the whole That's thing. That's why I hide things, so she, too. Yeah, I can't have snacks in the house. No. I just can't. So... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, so that, it. that's pretty much that's it. it. Wait, what are some things that you're loving right now and things that you're hating? Quick rapid fire. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, things that I'm loving. Oh uh, 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 I'm loving the feeling that I'm done with essentially like all of medical school I'm loving that i'm loving yeah. that i'm looking forward to match day nervously but also semi-excited and it's a mixture of feelings you know mm-hmm. I, I like that i'm i've picked my top choices i've done my rank list i've finished doing research that i've been doing uh it's an ongoing project but i finished like the bulk of my part of it um and uh i've been been able to relax a little bit it's pretty nice Okay, uh, what are th- you hating? Things that I'm hating? Oh, um, <laughs> rapid fire. Uh, things that I'm hating. Uh, the weather is gross <laughs> a lot here. It's cold and my skin is dry. I'm like a Komodo dragon. Um, and I don't like to put lotion on my hands because then I get lotion all over my computer and my phone and that bothers me. But then sometimes before I go to bed, I forget to put it on and then I wake up and my hands are super, super dry. And then my wife won't touch my hands because they're too dry. Um <laughs> Uh, what else don't I like right now? Um, 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, my turn. Your turn. Um, I love my Calpac duffel. I've been sharing nonstop on my Instagram. We used it when we went on our trip to to North Carolina last weekend. Was that last weekend or two weekends ago? I don't know. Last week. Whatever, recently. And it just fit everything. It fits under your chair as a personal item. So you can take that and like a regular carry-on suitcase. She fills it with bricks. With everything heavy. heavy. I bring it to work. It has a separate compartment for your shoes for the gym. It's a great gym bag. It's a little on the big size in terms of like a regular tote bag. So just keep that in mind. But the straps are like perfect. Um, I've just been loving it. So if you're interested in that, it's on my LTK. My like to know it. Link to my Instagram bio or my TikTok bio. Um, I've t- I'm telling you, Inositol has changed my sleep game more than anything. It's great also for people with PCOS uh, for hormone balance and also like mood mood balance and blood sugar regulation. Uh, so inositol, you can get that on my Amazon storefront as well under sleep supplements. So I take it at night. If you have anxiety, you might want to take it in the morning, uh, as well as with cortisol manager, I take it at night for sleep. But if you're anxious during the daytime, I guess you could take it in the morning as well as in the night because the phosphatidylserine is going to help you with anxiety. Um, I feel like I need to put a disclaimer, like these, these claims are not evaluated by the fda blah, yeah. blah, blah. Nothing, so know that this is just these are not the medical this, this is yes. not the medical advice this is this just is what i am doing with my life right. you can take it with a grain of salt or not or yeah whatever you want the but. surgeon general has not evaluated yes. berry soup berry as <laughs> uh, a low calorie snack um i've really gotten into i've been on an oat milk tr- like craze right now so if you want to be little healthy in particular about your oat milk rise is a great brand the oats are organic not sprayed with pesticides no canola oil which is an omega-6 fatty acid um but if you're a little bit more flexible like me and have you know the regular oatly oat milk sometimes and then the other one that's better for you sometimes because balance is important and nobody is perfect right so we drink when you see these little health girlies, like live your life. Like I can have a Coke zero. Like I'm not going to die. Yeah. Like that's what, you know, I, when people get too crazy about the wellness thing, I'm just like, y'all need to chill. It's, it's undiagnosed anxiety at this yes. point. Like, right. like can't relax. live forever. Yeah. Like I am good after 85, just <laughs> lights out. Like I'm good. <laughs> I'm not trying to live to 150. Yeah. I will enjoy my Coke zero right. and my regular oatly canola oil blah 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 um anyways so oat milk i've just been oat milk girl latte oh and milk frothers versus milk steamers i've got my eye on a stovetop milk steamer right now which is how you make the milk that like when you go to a a coffee shop and they make you like a beautiful latte with latte art they're using a milk steamer not a stupid little countertop milk frother yeah, it's like kind of, it was world shattering when, when she found that well, out. I was like, why is it not frothing the milk? Like it makes it like fluffy, but like not like fro- not, not like frothy, steamed and like different. creamy. Yeah. So I'm going to spend $125 when I save up the money to get a stovetop milk steamer because this is how serious I am about my yes, coffee. Very serious. Um that's called a Bellman B-E-L-L-M-A-N stovetop steamer. If you're interested, I did the research. It's the best one. Take my word for it. 
So that's next on my horizon. And then not likes. Okay, everyone knows I'm a Winnie Simmons stan until the day that I die. I love her to death. She had her final launch with Gymshark. I'm kind of unimpressed. And I hate to say that yeah, because I love bummer. her. The long line bra is really cute. But the leggings are giving very much camel toe, unfortunately. Yeah. I had to return one, which I never thought that I would do. I had to return the petal pink, which is like breaks my heart because I love her and I love that color. But the the leggings, I was just like, there's no way I could go to the gym like this. Right. There's no way with everything just happening. You know what I mean? So anyways, and then on the counter side, on the opposite side of that, I wear this one top to the gym, this aloe yoga top constantly. It's the, it's like a ribbed crop tank no long sleeve crop bra thing i don't know it's on my like to know it it's absolutely fabulous it will make you look amazing and i'm a girl where i have abs like a little bit lower than my rib cage but like if i just if you just see like below my belly but like just where my belly button is you can't see any abs so this top shows you represents the girls with just the two pack just of the abs. abs just the upper ab girlies we need yeah. more representation okay like yeah. we do yeah and this top will show those that two pack off yeah two pack not a six pack a two pack that you have your upper abs and that's all i'm gonna say about that all right all right i think that's pretty good adios have a great Valentine's Day, yeah. guys. Enjoy your Valentine's really just Day, everybody. Soak that love up. And we love you. Know that we love you. And if you don't have someone for Valentine's Day, love yourself because. Oh, come on. Someone love will yourself. come. Someone I don't want to. You know, I don't want to make people feel bad if they don't have. If they're not with somebody right now. Yeah, like, I mean, that's okay. Love, like, Valentine's. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. Get, I'm get, about get to treat yourself myself. Nice. Go get some cake. Cake? Yeah, you're getting get cake. Get some cake? Yeah. I don't know. Cupcake? What kind of cake? Whatever kind you like. Okay. Devolving. <laughs> We're devolving. All right. Have a good one, guys. All right. Bye, bye guys. Do, 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 do. Okay, bye. Bye.